0: I'm overjoyed, so excited about today's topic. I'm really pleased that you allowed me some influence over it um it has been my greatest joy in this world for us to be able to share this media together (laughs) it's so special and I love that you embraced it full force we're so everybody Gilmore Girls we did an episode in season one it is one of it is the show that I have seen the most. I sh- wish there was a way to calculate the amount of hours and how many times I've seen. almost I've seen all episodes many, many, many times. And some episodes I love so many more <laughs> times that uh, throughout a decade and a half. So Katie jumped on board and started watching it toward the beginning of us starting She Said over a year ago and is now completely done? Or are you in the new episodes of Netflix still?
1: I'm in the new, so like the year in the life. So the original done. I am done with. Completely done with.
0: Mm-hmm. And Katie, I, when we hopped off last time, I prompted a question to you that said, am I allowed to spoil spoil the end of a year in the life? Yes. Have you come to a decision on that? Yes and yes. Uh, oh my gosh, I'm so excited.
1: I did look up a few times throughout the show and it's it's better like when you have a show that's already been out like what episode do Luke and Lorelai get together and who ends up with who kind of thing I, I've looked that up so that's really
0: that's okay. funny I don't do that when I'm very very rarely it takes like a really special show for me to want to do that mm. meaning like just like a really weird niche where I'm like I don't want to just find out when they told the audience to find out, but I can understand doing that. I have a friend who can't watch anything, can't watch it. It doesn't matter what the thing is. Cannot watch it without knowing. Interesting, uh, Which is hilarious. Huh. Carly Kenning, you're the absolute yeah. worst. I love go. you so much, <laughs> but I hate that attribute so much.
1: <laughs> well, okay. So for this episode, I kind of was wanting to just tap into your know-how I guess mm. because um, I mean there's a lot in that happened at the end of the last season of the regular show and I, I just I think it was a very odd Thing because we see so much of the day in day out through the whole show that like we didn't get to see them happy we didn't get to see like Rory doing her thing being a journalist mm. being successful on that we didn't get to see that happy ending and I I know you know how it was supposed to end so I'm wondering if we can go through like the regular show resolution and then you tell me how it was supposed to in the original end, and then how it does end in a year in life. I think that sounds perfect. Okay, okay. So I think th- like obviously Lorelai and Rory are the two main storylines here, and um, we've been waiting forever for Luke and Lorelai to get together, and they do. And then Luke keeps pushing off the wedding, and they end up breaking up. And Lorelai rebrams Christopher, who moves in. They get married, and then she realizes it's always been Luke. And so at like in the very last episode, she and Luke, like Luke throws Rory a going away party and he's like, I'd do anything to make you happy, Lorelai. And then they kiss. And then you know that they're together, but like you don't get the, they get married and they have a life together mm. thing. Um, and then Rory is about to graduate and Logan proposes to her kind of as a means to like keep them together it seems like and she says no and wants to just do like long distance and stuff and then she doesn't get the fellowship she wanted to but ends up working on the Obama campaign which is really cool I love that (laughs) um which it's weird because it feels like Gilmore Girls is so much older than that (laughs) for some reason to me but like to have her on the campaign it's really cool and then
0: yeah or it's just funny how long ago that was because yeah. it was the campaign before he to become president so that's yeah. 2008 2007 so
1: well yeah. and then um Suki and Jackson have their third child um I didn't love this storyline because I think it could be considered rape if you have non-consensual sex like Jackson not getting his tubes tied when Suki thought he did. So she got pregnant without knowing it was a possibility. Um, that was really cringy. I did not love that. Uh, because it's just nodded in her head.
0: It was tough. It was a tough moment. There were some interesting that is another one of those moments where it's Gilmore Girls, if anybody's attempting to do it now and not then, like it should have been cringy then, but it's so much more cringy now. And there's mm-hmm. a couple of moments where that comes up where the humor is just like, ah, yeah, we don't use that word or yeah. eh, that wasn't, you're so creative. You're so creative. Let's just could have been so many other things. Yeah. Um, but yeah. There also is, like, in that storyline, a really weir- real moment for women through Suki about, you know, having kids that give them life and that were chosen, and then having to navigate finding love and motherhood again or finding yourself outside of motherhood so that motherhood is more enjoyable. And so mm-hmm. watching her arc of coming to terms of what that had to look like, through the choices she subsequently had was really right. interesting I didn't mind that storyline like the find yourself in this hard time yeah. thing yeah. but just could have been set up a different way I could have yeah. learned the similar lesson without it being but it's an
1: interesting thing anyway yeah. yeah I also thought it was heartwarming how Lorelai like kind of comforted her as a friend like it sounded like they both knew she was gonna go through with the pregnancy and like Mm. she just tried to make her think about how much she loves her other children and how great it is like how great she likes being a mom and the new baby stuff but still recognizing that it was a bad thing but it doesn't change what's about to happen Mm. so that was just it's very it was very complicated
0: the whole series Suki has an interesting relationship with motherhood and finding out that she's pregnant like very non-conventional ways of figuring that yeah. out so it was yeah. a little I don't say humorous but it just supplemented her other storylines well right yeah right. anyways
1: uh, anyways um so, so speaking of motherhood yeah speaking of motherhood um Rory's friend Lane gets married to Zach, the other person in the band. And I love that they have two weddings that Lane's grandmother comes and Mrs. Kim, Lane's mom. (laughs) Um, Grandma did know that Mrs. Kim was a Christian. And so they put out all their Buddhist stuff. And Miss Kim was just like living another life. And So they had a Buddhist wedding, and then they went to a church to have an Adventist wedding, (laughs) and I thought that was very funny. Um, And then, so they get married. uh, They have sex like once, and they end up getting pregnant and having twins, and they kind of love their life. It sounds like like they're doing really well as like young in love, broke parents. and. I just love the spectrum of like relationships and parenthood and childhood that are in this show. Like you have so many different things here going on.
0: It really is. It's interesting to see the characters mature and their their quote-unquote issues mature. Yeah. Um I Lane becoming a mother, I'm I kind of stuck on this motherhood theme throughout the whole show which yeah. I think is going to happen when there's a mother daughter at the center of the whole thing um because I'm in the process of oh, surprise surprise rewatching it and what? I know and I'm in season four and I don't think I have caught in the way I've caught this time some of the subtle changes in Rory and Lorelai shifting and getting older around mm-hmm. the time she's heading to college and like those immediate steps afterwards mm-hmm. um Lorelai both really owning being a businesswoman as she's like looking to launch and start the dragonfly in mm-hmm. but kind of more importantly I think that storyline evolution overshadowed some small nuances in her parenting that I hadn't noticed before so it's what Like, just different points in which she praises Rory. Oh, God, there was, like, a very specific, really small moment in one of the episodes. I'm trying to remember what it was. I just, like, it really hit me over the head where I go, just that motherly love that was more of a traditional mother-daughter relationship. That was no longer just best best friends. Like so much of it, I think, is like, oh my god, they're best friends and their mothers, mother and daughter. And I think at that point is when I'm starting to go their mother and daughter first, and then best friends
1: subsequently. So I, I feel like a lot of that revolved around the like, like Jess stuff and like sex and then when Rory drops out of Yale for a semester like i feel like those three things were really the dividers between them because they're things that are hard to navigate and nobody can navigate them but Rory mm-hmm. but like as a mother Lorelai didn't want her to make the same mistakes or not have the same opportunities that she didn't have yeah yeah
0: it's interesting yeah I love seeing other characters make decisions about motherhood, like Rory and Lorelai's relationship are held as this pinnacle, um, even though we do see them navigate a lot of difficult moments together, times where they are estranged and times where there is more conflict and they're having to decide what values in their relationship they're holding above (laughs) others. Um, And then to kind of watch just a little bit of, Suki's kids are still young. Mm -hmm. during the series so it's not quite the same evolution because it's not a direct comparison of seeing Rory be 16 at the beginning of the you know the series and have that relationship and then having Lane have young kids where you know Lane spent so much time over at the Gilmore house yeah um but doubtful that she's also going to foster that type of relation like how special and unique that is because of who Rory and Lorelai are and mm-hmm. even though that's kind of a pinnacle that it's not necessarily something to recreate also it's just like this ecosystem of people doing
1: what's best for
0: them yeah. their families their personalities you yeah. know the, their only lived experiences
1: I don't know. well I mean Lane was such a rebel seemingly and, and she just ended up saying like no I'm gonna raise my kid just like my mom did mm-hmm. Like my mom raised me and Um, she but then even in that she asked Rory to be her Lorelai so like to have like her like that influence on her life too so just yeah super interesting and super diverse in terms of relationships and we didn't talk about Emily and Richard yet I feel like they had an interesting relationship too they split up for a little while like separated and then Got back together and renewed their vows and that was great and then there was one episode i, I really appreciated where emily richard Lorelai, and rory were at friday night dinner and like just aired all their shit out they just like stayed there until everything had been said and they laughed and they cried and they fought and they loved and it was really good i thought
0: as a person who hates conflict That used to be a really hard episode for me. And now I love it because it's just like all the human Mm -hmm. experiences just
1: coming out and it's incredible. So once you get started, you might as well just do everything rock and roll it, pals. And usually they have like such a I need to go attitude like I have somewhere else to be or like I don't have time for this conversation. Yeah. Um, But they just, they all stuck it out and did
0: it. Yeah, that's an interesting concept to pick up on and some reflecting I've been doing leading up to knowing we're going to do this episode is how much this show did shape my perception of the world or just gave me some really interesting things to nod my head towards as I grew up and I because Lorelai and Rory were like such well-rounded characters that had so many complexities and their independence, and there were a lot of admirable traits, and there were a lot of less admirable traits, and they were still completely lovable and loving and loved. So many great things in that. I did have the realization that as far as like healthy relationship modeling, it taught me about like going through conflict and going forward, but there are just so many terrible and toxic parts of those relationships and I was like okay so like what are the healthy relationships from this show like why did I observe and like maybe didn't tune into as much as the drama as I was going through it as a kid and was just like excited about the drama and adult relationships and so I'm like well there's Sookie and Jackson mm-hmm. there's Richard and Emily which I would have never thought I was putting into like the pro column and then Zach and Lane but that's I don't know if I'm missing a single I don't think I am maybe Kirk and Lulu maybe
1: yeah they're weird
0: (laughs) (laughs) well I'm weird so they're kind of an inspiration for me but
1: (laughs) Uh, Kirk lives with his mom and then yeah I don't know Katie's Uh, not excited for the art for me
0: (laughs) no No.
1: Although I do, I am going to name this episode. Why are you covering your eyes, Kirk? (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty good.
0: Okay, can we do like a very brief interlude into Kirk's small film, short films? Did you have an opinion?
1: They were so cringy and he doesn't understand humanity or any social things at all.
0: (laughs) And his interpreted dance about birth.
1: Oh, I barely just, remember like, that.
0: Just the pinnacle of everything and all of his jobs. There's oh, so yeah. a person on TikTok that does like different job previews, and I'll send it to you sometime. But I, I really think the character of Kirk should just go through and do all, that's like more content. Just, oh my God.
1: Just, I just looked it all up. Of and Kirk's
0: had, job. He had 62 jobs. God, that feels modest, even. Right. That's hilarious. Okay, sorry. I i do love Kirk like a, a weird amount. I it's okay. It's okay. Thank you. Okay. Well, he came in on the pilot season and they misnamed him because they didn't think he was gonna have a recurring role. And then they're like, This is just the quirkiness we need often. Right. And then he got a recurring
1: role and it makes me happy.
0: <laughs> Segwaying back. Going Catherine, there. are we on track?
1: Yes and I I mean I, so that's how, you know overview of the show and how the regular season or series ends and mm-hmm. again like I just I didn't love the resolution there I mean I liked the end I didn't love how we got there I guess yeah. um especially in that last season and um
0: I have a question for you so yeah. the way it ends And it's interesting you use the word resolution. You know, Gilmore Girls is such a, like, a day-in-the-life storyline where you're really embedded. Mm -hmm. Um, And so how do you end stories that are day-by-day and Mm -hmm. feel like there's resolution? Also, they may or may not have known at that time that the show was officially ending. Um,
1: Interesting. For, like,
0: more context, again, the first six seasons of Gilmore Girls were written by... Amy Sherman Palladino Mm -hmm. and her husband mostly I mean them as a partnership I think all the way if not most of the way um and then she took a stand and with some working rights about getting a more more support on the writing team and other resources Mm. that were not agreed to despite early success of the show and continued success to have six seasons And so she said that she would walk away from it and they got another writer to do the seventh season. So everything that happened in the seventh season, everything you just recounted was not necessarily Amy's story arcs. She had been such the primary holder of the show that other people did not have the influence over the show that maybe other shows would have.
1: And as I was looking it up, it looked like Lauren Graham the person who plays Lorelai was a producer for the last season too. So yeah. she like got to make a lot of decisions. Yeah. It's just something to note.
0: And I don't know if Amy ever said for sure when she thought that the series would end, I think she didn't want it to go on forever, forever, but I think she really loved playing in this world. Hmm. Um, so again, I don't know if the person who came on board to write the seventh season Was really going to be like they they thought that there's going to be more or not more or what decisions are going to be made around this. Um, I now it's a missed opportunity because just the continued ways in which the community that watched and loved Gilmore Girls continues to embrace it and seek it out is I think flabbergasting for everybody involved. Mm -hmm. Um, But just all interesting things, all interesting things. So I am going to do the spoiler yeah do and it, it was supposed to end. so the whole series whether that was the seventh season or later uh, was going to end with Rory being pregnant and sitting in the same seat that Lorley was at 16 it was going to be like that full circle moment um but Amy didn't know exactly how she was doing that is it is it going to truly be like a better scenario is there going to be questions around the father um etc 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 and Amy decided Amy was kind of upset about the seventh season that she was reapproaching because J- she wrote the Netflix additional episodes, the four hour and a half episodes that we've been talking about a day in the life. Amy wrote those and she was like didn't love Lane's story arc with her getting pregnant and having kids and she felt like that was too repetitive to launch into that again hmm. but she wanted to really keep the Rory storyline so yeah. that is how a day in the life ends is how mm-hmm. Amy originally envisioned it with Rory being pregnant and having to sit and face what she knew her mom was facing at 16
1: oh my gosh see I love that it's good it's
0: interesting because there's so many comparisons um that you know I want my brain to like have this OCD thing where everything 100% lines up but Rory looking at this at 30 something mm-hmm. as opposed to Lorelai at 16 that's different you know and right that's what you'd hope for um or Amy would know that's not going to be the case because Rory would have had to gotten pregnant season 16 or right. season one at 16 for it to be mm-hmm. an exact parallel to Lorelai's Rory and that's not what anybody wanted but Yeah, it's just, it's really interesting. You know, Lorelai's Christopher is Rory's Logan and those echoes were already identified. So it's not a huge surprise that Mm -hmm. likely the father of the baby is, it's pretty clear that that's the case. Although, I don't know, it could be an invitation too. Yeah,
1: technically Um, it could be
0: uh, at least one other person, if not
1: two or three. And there we go with Mama Mia. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes, wow. that's what she's just launching into. Yeah. Yes, a crossover, a crossover. That's everything I've ever wanted
1: in this world,
0: Catherine. <laughs>
1: Before I forget, so then who I've watched enough to know that Luke and Lorelai are not married yet, but are talking about having a baby themselves, do they? So.
0: A year in the life, so many things happen. And I want to answer your storyline question, but I also want to give like a general impression of these last four episodes. I was so excited they were coming out. I literally woke up and like watched them at midnight when they were released. Not all four of them, I only made through one because they were an hour and a half episode yeah. with a friend and we were texting as we were watching them. Um, I was living in Denver, Colorado at the time, so this was even more ambitious. Um, but there are things that need to happen, and it was really nice to return to a place that was familiar. But the accounting of time in between was really tough for me, and I think a lot of people in the audience. Because again, we were so used to a day in the life and it wouldn't make sense for it to pick up the 10 years earlier when we'd last seen them. But trying to rectify those 10 years difference. was hard. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, oh, there are things I was curious about or excited to see with like technology advancements and that sort of thing. But there was just some of the heart that I was expecting and I didn't get. It was a tough like look at reality. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's like what everybody warns us about like adulthood and traveling through life and it was a little bit more bleak than I would hope for it to be some of that was already set up though in terms of the the actor who played Richard he had passed so we knew he wouldn't be in the remake right as an active living person obviously but they incorporate, the death was really hard on the cast, even though they weren't shooting at the time. Mm-hmm. And so they felt like they needed to incorporate that loss into the storyline. That was tough. That's a hard one to start the gates out with, yeah. recognizing the loss of Richard. Um and it's hard because Laura or Rory was splitting her time between so many different places. So she's not back at stars hollow when she's not in Hartford and she's not in New York, mm-hmm. all these possibilities that could have been very fulfilling places for her to be consistently. Um, but she's flying back and forth doing freelance and is feeling pretty rootless. Yeah. And that's hard, a hard note to be on at that time. I don't know. It felt hard to me and just weird things her treating her current boyfriend really shitty yeah
1: Yeah. that was bad
0: (laughs) that was just like it wasn't funny it was mostly
1: confusing and like he didn't need to be there at all
0: no no and it was just like of all the jokes like sure make a forgetful boyfriend that she gets to leave and come back I just don't I don't there wasn't I was, I have no takeaways from why
1: that was a thing for this or not. In my Um, head, like, the only thing that it could be was, like, she wasn't tied down to anything. Like, the most consistent thing was her mom and going, like, having kind of an open-ish relationship with Logan. Like, those were the only two things. And, like,
0: yeah, and having writing be a centerpiece of pursuing stories yeah
1: but not even like a solid footing there either yeah yeah does she end up having a steady job
0: um yes so I'll go ahead and jump into a few spoilers now that we just kind of got like a comprehensive thing first of all we do see Kirk he gets a mini pick. I love that for him it's everything I could have hoped for in his storyline I'm sorry I love Kirk I cared a lot to
1: see what he was up to. Um, He's got a silver fox thing kind of going on there. I didn't think so much of
0: that. <laughs> it's very non sexual yes. My appreciation of Kirk, but Me too. But <laughs> no, Katie is a thing. I'm just saying, This is the like... new type. Ooh.
1: He is more more appealing, I think, as a thirty-some, forty-year-old than as a 20-something-year-old.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I think he's still quirky. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I think I appreciated his quirkiness more. That's a, I, I don't think I could be endeared to him as a 40-year-old if I didn't see him as a 20-year-old, if that makes sense. Fair, fair. Uh, <laughs> but anyways, continuing with some of your questions about the storyline. So... Will you reask them to me because I definitely forced you to go through a, like <laughs> my other accounts before we could get to your answer? No, you're so good. Ask good. me about Lorelai and Luke. They decide to not go. They analyzed a little bit more about why a baby became something when it was like very disjointed effort, and was it something that was actually wanted or not wanted? And Lorelai actually goes out on a wild adventure meaning like the book wild she goes to walk oh my god trail of course <laughs> she does Nick is worried and confused and she feels like this is something she has to do for herself and she does the, mm-hmm. you know a preliminary amount of research so that she could be semi successful doing it <laughs> she knows she knows where she has to start she does have a pack packed and these sorts of things but she goes to do it alone to kind of find some answers about life and the meaning of life and really a lot Luke took it as a lot of things about him which you know thinking about the regular seasons of Gilmore Girls makes a lot of sense yeah um but it really was about grief and family and then I think how Luke kind of fits into that mix so He's worried that she's creating distance, that she's leaving, that she's not communicating, that there is a disconnect that's happening. And then she comes back and is like, we miss, like, the there's a step that we've always tripped over, and that's marriage. Mm-hmm. And why did this become a whole thing? We live our lives together. Why did this become a whole Pickup issue, and so they do. They get married. Yay! We get to see it in the town square, done up of, in a very unique way. I, it's not steampunk, but like kind of okay. It's very eclectic, like the whole. But it's to one of the best songs in Gilmore Girls. One that's like very common. Um,
1: la 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 la. No. no, no, yeah, I know. I'm sorry. Where you leave, I will
0: follow anywhere that you tell me to. There, you go. Okay,
1: I a love song. Oh, yeah. Oh. Good.
0: so they listen to it they dance to it for the first time at luke's sister liz's wedding and then it pops up a few different times and then that's the song that they get married to so Aww. i have it on my playlist so cute she's a common, she's a common uh the artist is sam phillips and she has a few different songs that pop up throughout Gilmore Girls. Okay. Anyways, so they get married, and has Logan? Yeah, Logan's popped up for you a few times.
1: Yeah, so she, Laura or Rory, goes to London periodically and like stays with him, and it's like they have like a don't ask, don't tell policy when it comes mm-hmm. to sleeping with other people, and just healthy. That's as much and, as
0: I know. Yes, yeah, so to give like a little closing sentiment spoiler about her um she you know has a bit of a moment with like getting closer to a job that she didn't really want but she was really going for and looking for stability in her writing career and kind of a path that wasn't right for her Mm -hmm. and he does come and comfort her in a very Logan way which means getting the boys Colin and Finn together doing like a questionable escapade i feel like there was like drunk driving involved like right. not explicitly it, it looks like a fever dream you know it's kind of like a <clears throat> renaissance in the 1920s right um and just like very flippant and like inconsiderate almost like great gatsby waste of wealth but like fever dream fun time it's a whole thing That's um so good yeah 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 good good, good. and <laughs> you, rendezvous as the kids call it and then Logan looks to go and there's kind of a complicated dialogue moment where Rory feels like she needs to emerge and move forward and Logan Kind of offers himself but not really or reinforces that he needs to go back and be with the other person I feel like he opens himself up for them to truly communicate about like I want to be with you ish but then that doesn't really come about and then Rory shuts it down and then it becomes what it's always been um of this like kind of perhaps re-establishing a pattern or maybe in her head it is closing this pattern That this is kind of the last honeymoon of it all hard to tell mm-hmm. and then she gets inspired to write Gilmore Girls. What? To write a novel based on her and her Aww. mom's um and telling this really complicated story of women in relationships and motherhood and Lorelai has a negative reaction to it she doesn't want it she feels like it's going to be a critical piece about her and
1: well she's not wanting to be
0: (laughs) introspective Mm -hmm. and uh, then Lorelai when she returns from her trip kind of It becomes more open to it but not in the way that you would think like I thought Lorelai would be flattered and overjoyed and like Mm -hmm. this love story about a mother and a daughter and the family that surrounds them and that sort of thing and I don't think Lorelai she's more open to it but she definitely holds on to some hesitancy with it which is just interesting. interesting um and it all ends with um Rory also wants to come back and be the editor of the Stars Hollow Gazette and kind of get so she's writing a novel she gets to keep a journalism aspect yeah Um, yeah you know is facing what does it look like to create a life at home her hometown the place that she loves the most um, which really resonated with me and then she has a conversation on the gazebo steps with her mom saying I'm pregnant and potentially facing doing that alone, and wow. maybe like Lorelai, Lorelai had the option for Christopher to be involved from the get-go yeah. and chose not to. And I feel like it's similar in that, like I think she knows that Logan would likely drop everything to come have the life that he maybe he proposed to her, you know, I did. always wanted and could could envision, and she couldn't because she needed to do it her way and in a way that was authentic and independent to herself. And then she's sitting there facing the possibility of getting all this financial support and all of this additional support. You know, there could be a happy relationship there, et cetera, et cetera. Um, And having a more traditional family to bring up a child in and also instinctually not wanting that um, and having to be the person who makes a decision, looks with the decision and makes the most of that decision. Uh, this is all very much subtext. She really just says, hey, mom, I'm pregnant. <laughs> so I'm giving you a lot of, I'm being a very biased narrator.
1: And Absolutely you I are.
0: It, but uh, it was so interesting. And again, in the wings there is Jess, who is around and the possibility of having Jess be Rory's the same to Rory as Luke has been to Lorelai in a baby except for finding you know having the initial love story with Jess and then you know it's different than the way Lorelai stumbled across Luke when Rory was maybe five or so I don't know I think they kind of mess up some of those story points a couple of times so I think sometimes I say younger and sometimes I say a little older
1: but yeah all in all yeah I also think it's weird that like like it's not weird because they're not siblings or anything like not even close but like Lorelai and Rory and then Luke and Jess
0: like yeah father son mother daughter kind of thing yeah yeah
1: both are dating that's weird I think
0: I yes yes and but (laughs) I think the only thing that makes me feel like a degree better is that there's April and I loved mm. that I don't know if you've seen April and okay she does come up
1: um, That's daughter. About as
0: that. Luke's daughter and she's in college and it kind of makes you think back to Rory being in college uh, but I'm trying to think of different things that are revealed about April in a short amount of time because i think we only see her like once she comes over for dinner you know feeding the hungry college kid is basically what it feels like and she's back in Lorelai's house which is sitting a president that Lorelai is involved although she is much older and doesn't really need an additional mother figure right. per se. um different than how it felt when she was 13 and there was that storyline evolving for the first right. time but april i think is super smart I want to say she's like at MIT and she's doing engineering sort of thing. Of course she is. I don't remember if they explicitly say this or not, but I think they have a nod that she has, like she might be on the spectrum or there's a piece of that and also a nod that she might be queer, but also trying to figure out her identity. Yeah. These labels are beyond these labels. And again, I can't remember explicitly if they said these labels or not, but that was my interpretation of it. Um, which I thought was very authentic to April's storyline so she
1: was very much appreciated that whoever she like her own person
0: yeah and watching Luke as a father try to be supportive with all these things that are complicated and modern and you know he's trying as he ever did I you know I can kind of see him sitting at the counter at Luke's with April with her textbook and like him sneaking to the back to look up words in the dictionary to come back to be able to give her (laughs) any sort of answer or context as they're talking about her homework and it's still kind of a similar thing where he's like I I bought textbooks or something like I bought books to try to understand what she is studying and like has no idea whatsoever so the try hard that he's ever been loves his daughter very much besides some character traits of being stubborn or whatever else Mm -hmm. no idea about his daughter but loves her anyways which is really sweet to me
1: that's so sweet well I'm excited to watch it conclude um the hour and a half thank you for letting me spoil this because it would have been so hard for me of course so hard one thing we haven't talked about that I want to just touch on quickly cuz we are mm-hmm. over on time a little bit for oh. a portion I would say. Yeah. Um Emily and Lorelai go to therapy <laughs> as mother and daughter and I have not seen that I've seen to the point where Emily decides she's done with it. Do they ever have like a resolution and understanding like what's no? <laughs> a day in the life
0: I guess so I don't know if there ever is a resolution or understanding um
1: I'm Emily
0: <laughs> does just become what seems to be a completely different person she head nose dives into the storyline that they introduce. I don't know what part you're at but essentially after Richard's passing she does keep the same housekeeper for an a long time yeah who does has a language barrier and Emily's just kind of complacent with this woman who seems to be caring for her but she doesn't really question the ways in which she's caring for her and also
1: like invites her entire family to basically live there too
0: yes and so there's people doing various types of work around the house and it it's not it's sweet it's like there's this very vibrant family that is taking over what has not previously been a vibrant home Mm -hmm. unless like multicultural or a specific culture and having this language and it's so interesting watching the space change with that yeah um and Emily being complacent in the back of my head I did have the she's an elderly rich woman who was recently widowed and not that concerned that Emily's getting taken advantage of but Emily is just so not herself that it's really jarring and I'm trying to like there's something in me that's just like not completely loving the situation and I don't know why maybe because Emily is such a hard-ass bottom line person and then that still comes out because she's still stubborn as hell in therapy and Uh, yeah relationship with Lorelai and that's as complicated as it's ever been and so it's, like, my least favorite parts of Emily are, like, still there, and then it's just, like, Emily completely out of context. So hard. But there is a relative resolution. Emily moves into her next phase of life as a widow and moves out to, in my head, it's Martha's Vineyard. I don't know for sure that it is. I can't remember if it's explicitly said that or not.
1: That's what they talk but about she, all the time.
0: Okay, good. I and... She, like, volunteers her time at a museum about whaling and talks about that. What the heck? Well, you know, she was always involved in historical things. We just didn't see her. Yeah. I mean, you know, Emily's kind of a gruesome person and (laughs) whatnot. (laughs) Also very proper. Yeah, very proper, but assassin
1: level aggression. Mm -hmm. Like, kind of the, like the queen like queen elizabeth like will go hunting and like shoot a stag and like be yeah. great with it just, again
0: like, she's in it's she's in a museum she's just talking about whaling oh. she's not actually whaling herself so it is oh. like that upper brow of like a museum but then it's also like that community connectivity because it's a museum gotcha. you know that's a public service i don't know it's just like yeah it's weird in between and then she she invites the housekeeper's family out to Martha's vineyard area to this whole thing, and there is kind of a resolution because I think she, even though this family is occupying so much of the property, and like maybe this is even a better dynamic for the family to have space for the kids to play, and mm-hmm. like it's very nature oriented. that sort of the thing. Uh, I think there is space for Lorelai and Luke to go visit and like okay, be there as often as they want, and that kind of aligns with all of them. You know, Lorelai decided to go on that big hiking adventure. So she's now an outdoorsy person-ish, and Luke has his fishing. Yeah. So this might actually be kind of like that safe space. Like it's a very developed, nice, proper, still to Emily's standards, uh, but just like completely different than we could have ever expected it to be. It it was a wild card and like I'm still rectifying it in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> so I think their relationship is going to be as difficult as ever. And they'll continue to have their small victories and their small conflicts, but that there's love at the base of it. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's my assessment. Coolio. Yeah. (laughs) Thanks
1: for asking. (laughs) Thank you so much for taking me through that. And my
0: favorite thing about this episode is like, I thought about preparing you know, it's Katie's episode. So Katie normally leads the discussion. I was really grateful because I could have gone so deep in so many different ways. And I was like, no, I should just not prepare because I think this would end up being three times as long. And thank you for keeping yeah. us moving along, Katie. So I guess if anybody has any questions, just give me a call. Always happy to talk to more Girls. It's always right there, right there on the tip of my mind.
1: <laughs> I kind of figured that's why I didn't even ask you if you wanted to prepare any comebacks to my points here, so. (laughs) Uh, Wonderful. Well, thank you for taking us through it, Ms. um, Expertise. Uh, Thank you.
0: um, And now is an exciting time. It is, Katie, do you want to sing it? Do you want me to sing it?
1: You got it, girl.
0: Wine about it, wine about it, wine about it, wine about it, sweetest wine. (laughs) okay yeah. <laughs> will you tell me what would you like to start with are you starting with the sweet or are you starting with the sour
1: uh I always like to end on sweet so I'll start with sour okay. I have my period and I'm just stressed and I'm tired and that's that they all probably coincide we also last time we recorded was just a few days ago and that was a really a rough day for me I needed a break um just my mind was everywhere and so yeah. I feel like it's been still like reeling. I've been more focused um and getting more accomplished but we have a conference this week and so I'm excited also stressed um uh, I'm you Wednesday night you are for dinner oh my
0: gosh it's the dream team it'll be Jane Dan you and I
1: Dan Bankin?
0: Dan Bankin. I didn't think he was coming. Maybe but... it's just you, me, and Jane. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever it is. I thought it was all four of us, but I'm not making any of these plans. I'm just showing up at the restaurant I get told to go to.
1: You know, I figured we would be hanging out with you. That's what happens when you come to Des Moines. Yes. Yes. But I, don't, I also don't get really told much. Um, I also hop in the car and just go. <laughs> it's good. Um, I like being on the road because I can do that. Like just go wherever and do whatever and like figure it out. And I think that's the exciting part of like a conference or an event or whatever. Like it's got to happen. So what are we going to (laughs) do? It is really fun. That's the thing I thrive on. Yeah. 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 Um, But there's been a lot to like lead up to that and it's been good but it's also stressy which is just in the nature of it um but my sweet is that I've had a lot of friend time which has probably led to not enough Katie time um and but that's been really nice to like be able to see people and like do things and have fun like even after this tonight we're going to a neighbor's fire to do marshmallows and stuff
0: what? oh my god we're doing a backyard fire after this uh,
1: yeah I love it's it. the season <laughs> it's the, it the season um and then we got a king bat a couple weeks ago so that has been fantastic um to have space and it's always fun getting a new thing so we got like new yeah. sheets and blankets and stuff so it's been really good
0: with how tall josh is I'm sure he is extra grateful for
1: Uh, that. Yeah, absolutely.
0: And the space. And did you get like a very specific type of mattress? Like,
1: yep, a very expensive one. Um, We went and like tested them out, and it has like cooling elements to (gasps) it. Josh is a furnace, so
0: what a dream! What a dream come true! Yeah, that's exciting. I. Here's the deal: is I bought my mattress kind of like on a whim upgrade when I had moved into my new apartment. My dad dropped my old mattress in a puddle, and it was gross, anyways. And so I just had a lot of expenses, but I was like, I'm I'm getting a new mattress. This is. this isn't, this isn't how it's gonna be once the place you
1: sleep has been in a puddle and you can't really get washed no, no, there's just no way
0: around that absolutely no way
1: well,
0: no. <laughs> well of course it's Dan Kilman and he just baffles me sometimes like he would not put it up for himself he was like it's fine like, it's not fine um and so I bought one off of Amazon that had good reviews but I forgot how much I love memory foam how that is the mm-hmm. beginning end of everything I've ever needed in this life and, yeah, so I want to upgrade bed soon, but I feel bad because it's wasteful. I don't know if there's any great way to discard of a bed and the mattress is still fine. It's just not what I want
1: anymore. Yeah, you might be able to find, like, a friend or, or a Facebook marketplace person who would want to take it.
0: Yeah, well, that's the dirty and that's the hope. So uh, I thought about getting, like, just a pillow top topper to it, but it's yeah. are so expensive to get like one that's substantial and yeah I don't know sometimes I've seen those work really well and sometimes I've seen them not work so well so anyways not to get in a whole bed talk situation but kingside for
1: you I'm gonna have to come over to your place and test it out yes yes yes, yes. <laughs> what about you Mackenzie what are your sweetest wines and wine about it today yeah my
0: wine about it is not feeling well I woke up this morning and became vertical, and kind of immediately <laughs> went downhill. <laughs> um, and I, it was like kind of in ambiguous ways. So I was like, I, mm-hmm. do I need to hydrate? Do I need to eat something? Should I eat nothing at all? My yeah. teeth set, my joints were a little achy, a little bit of a headache, but like nothing like over the top terrible. I'm like, I just think this is gonna spiral down very quickly. Yeah. And,
1: so I love that you say that though because there are times when I've been like not hor- horizontal at all I'm like all right it's time to be horizontal so it says it's funny that you're like I was vertical and it's <laughs> like
0: it, it's not possible today it was just yeah. not in, not in the cards at that moment um yeah and so kind of leads into my sweetest wine um I I've been seeing someone a little bit just for the last week or so. Um, Are we announcing him to the pod? We're making a mention. I don't know. I don't know what the... I, we don't have to not, say his name. I've not hesitated mentioning any of my other dates, but I think it's because I knew that they were like such one-offs or two-offs yeah. or unlikely. And so now I'm like, well...
1: Well, let's just say this. So, you've been dating him for a couple weeks now, and literally just a week, perhaps a week, a single week. How many dates have you had? Three dates. Three dates Uh, in a single week. Yeah. And does he make your heart flutter? (laughs) Yes. Oh. (laughs)
0: Katie, (laughs) your face. Your face. (laughs) I'm so happy for you and it's been really good and it is a sweet as wine situation um we do already have a fourth and fifth date planned so that'll be like five dates in two weeks I know um we're going to an art tour that's being put on by Young Professional Connection on Tuesday that I was already registered for but I'm letting him come along and then he doesn't know this yet but I mentioned to Stacey she's like I really want to go (laughs) maybe he'll back out of that one I don't know maybe a roommate like." it's a small a group of 15 but maybe that's a little too much um Does and you know your roommates
1: I, yet no okay it'll be a nice little intro then
0: yeah trying to you know boundaries and like proper development of a relationship which is really hard to know these right. days so it has not met the roommates yet don't doesn't seem worried about meeting the roommates just like I think that's going to be a polar plunge situation. So we'll find out. Yeah. Yeah. And on Saturday, he suggested this. There is an ice skate rink. So we are going to go ice skating. Yeah. I'm going to fall on my ass. And And it'll be good. Catch me when I fall. Or Or let me fall fall together. together. Pulling it up, (laughs) which actually I played hockey as a kid, so I'm gonna fall because I'm a dumbass, and I think I can do it more and better than I can. But he rollerblades, not roller skates, so I think it's gonna be harder than he thinks it's gonna be for him. Yeah, I don't think those skills transfer as well. I rollerblade, and so I think (laughs) I'm better at roller skating or ice skating. God, or I roller skate. Anyways, long story short is, yeah, that's my sweetest wine is just like it's been an interesting process to be like actually approach the concept of a relationship and being not a concept like literally approaching a relationship and he's a really great communicator to the point where I feel like I'm not as great of a communicator as him which is Mm. interesting to put me to shame um and yeah being vulnerable it feels really vulnerable yeah in, uh, good ways, mostly good ways. I don't know. I don't. Know. <laughs> I don't like feeling out of control, so that's what I have to let go of.
1: Oh, yeah, Mac, that's so good. <laughs> does he know about me?
0: He does know about you, of course. Damn right. Damn right. The funniest part actually has been like going through mentioning friends, and like I feel like I need to start class. I'm like. Here's the deal I have really fantastic friends, and also a number of them have husbands or significant others that I also adore. So, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a lot of people to remember. You them. need to like, like draw
1: the. Like a plus tree. one situation.
0: Yeah, there's yeah. a tree to it. It's a whole thing. Yeah. 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 Aw, well, I'm so happy for you. That's wonderful. You. You're sharing. Yeah. My pleasure. <laughs> my parents have been all over it. So, I'm never mentioning anything to them ever again.
1: That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was there when we were looking up um, him on LinkedIn.
0: I haven't brought it up. I thought I was going to bring it up in person yesterday. And I just chose that with the hope that he has not been on LinkedIn. Because here's also the deal about it is that I just opened the link that Dan had sent me. And so, there's probably at this point like four people that have like viewed his profile on LinkedIn. Here's the deal, everybody. My mom's my mom mentioned to her boss that I'm starting to date somebody, and I gave very few details. But the two details I did give was his name and his profession, in which they felt like LinkedIn was the appropriate place to search for him.
1: Yes, and I was there in my one-on-one with my boss, who happens to be Mackenzie's mom's boss as well
0: and yeah Dan I know well and also has his own things about boundaries so <laughs> it's like fine he's supposed to be in charge of my love life Katie I gave up I served it up to him on a silver platter and said find me a person I don't know why I did that and now he feels like he he hasn't by the way not a single date has resulted from Dan Bacon matchmaking services and he has definitely overstepped in numerous times. <laughs> Anytime there was anything possibly remotely <laughs> a thing. So yeah. <laughs> you just have to love the unique and quirky people in your life sometimes. Oh, that's you what
1: absolutely I'm, do. That's what I'm choosing to do. Yeah. I was like, uh, maybe I should not be here. <laughs>
0: Katie you are a welcome addition to their team. Please, <laughs> I did not encourage it, it,
1: but I also wanted to see, <laughs> <laughs> and this is where we stand. So <laughs> yep. it's fine;
0: everything's fine.
1: He's also Dan is also the person who doesn't know that people are like that Instagram is a popular app so like I feel like LinkedIn is his app to go and look people up on and he had no like I I was the person who told him that people can see when you look them up he's like what how I'm like you see that notification button that has 99 plus notifications on it for you (laughs) look at it (laughs) oh I love that. I
0: love yeah. that. I did find out that there is a way to make it so they don't see that. Like, when it says, like, a person from this college, mm-hmm. view your profile, or, like, sometimes it'll just be, like, a person, view yeah. your profile, and it won't tell you any details. There's a privacy setting that you can do. I'm not going to, because I'm, like, I like it. I like that people can see that with me, the hoped over to their profile. Yeah. Give it's, like, kind of that connector. Yeah. I don't mind that, but I did... For just a moment, regret that this week when I opened a LinkedIn bank and sent me without looking very closely at it or knowing contextually what he could possibly be emailing me about, I thought he was telling me something about a post I made and was connecting me to my own post. And that was not the case. So I am amongst the notifications (laughs) that would be found that it's fine. Everything's fine.
1: I love it. (laughs)
0: <laughs> all right and that's the pod this week we have a check-in next week yeah we uh, we'll decide in a moment because we got check those yes we got can. check check in uh-huh. check one too. thank you katie for such a great discussion today thank you Meg